What up, guys? Welcome to the Success Trajectory Podcast. My name's T.O. Bogdan. I'm a retired engineer, entrepreneur, investor, and huge car enthusiast. We will be talking about real estate, investing, personal development, and what I and my guests have done to build the life that we want on our own terms. My goal is to help people find their own path to their own success trajectory. Let's get started. So you bought yourself a rental and um, who pays the utility bills, right? Like power, gas, electric, water, all that stuff. Um, my personal preference. So let's say this is more talking about like uh, one to four units, right? Just because once you get into higher units, it, things kind of get different. But my main goal is to always buy stuff where the tenants pay the utilities, right? So on a single family house, that's really simple. They pay gas, water, and electric. Water usually is always in the property owner's name or the LLC or whatever your property is held in. Um, that just means every three months or quarterly or whatever the city gives the water bill out as you, I always, so the way I have mine set up is they're all on auto pay because I don't want to deal with it. And every three months, when I get the bill from the city, I take a picture of it, send it to the tenants, right? So it's always on them to pay it. It says in the lease that they agreed to pay it. So simple, 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 easy. Um, it is one more step in the management process, but I'd rather take that one step instead of having to pay hundred something dollars every three months, right? So that's just cash flow. When you have a hundred properties, that adds up to a lot, right? So um, let's say that you buy a duplex and or a fourplex, let's say, and it has baseboard heat in all the units. And obviously you're gonna be in charge sometimes in paying the gas bill. If you do buy a property like that where you are stuck with paying the um, utilities, like the gas bill usually, or sometimes electric, usually not, usually it's just the gas bill. But let's just say you're stuck with paying a gas bill. Make sure that when you're underwriting your numbers, you're taking that into account, right? And also check the numbers of, like, check the rent. So let's say that those places are renting for a thousand a month, and you can see all your other competition, all the other units that are the exact same in that area, renting for a thousand a month you can check other places and see that maybe they're renting for a thousand a month plus a gas bill fee, right? So that could be like an extra bonus of you buying this place. If the owner is paying for it and they're not charging for that gas bill, that's, you know, an extra cherry on top. Obviously you wouldn't want to be buying something that's at market rent, right? Because you want to buy something that is, this is the video is going somewhere else. <laughs> if, that you want to buy something that's like at 800, that you can bring, raise the rents up to a thousand, and then you can add in that extra gas charge on top of it. So, however many doors, let's say that four unit, you just added another, I don't know, $225 maybe a month on four units. Whew, that's awesome. That's like you just add another unit <laughs> almost. But anyway, back to utilities. I always try to buy 
if I'm buying anywhere from like a one to four unit, something where the tenants pay all the utilities, right? They're responsible for it. That's one less thing for me to manage. One last thing. So the main thing in doing this is you want to remove all the wired wild cards from the equation, right? So when you're running your numbers, you know, pretty much to the T everything you're going to put in there, right? All your cash reserves. So you can figure out your cash flow. If your utilities are up to your tenants, right there, everyone's going to keep the lights on. Everyone's just going to water blasting everywhere. You know, <laughs> no one's going to report leaks. No one's going to any of that stuff, right? Because it's free, right? So that's why I always, always try to make sure that I buy properties that have um, separate utilities. And obviously that's always the case for a single family. But once you get into like duplexes, threeplexes, fourplexes, um, you either want to make sure that in your underwriting, you take those utility costs and, you know, make sure that they're in there and correct and maybe see if there's a way to charge them back to the tenants if the market allows for it um or you buy something that's separately metered right on a duplex a lot of the issue comes in with the water bill right let's say you have a duplex one water line coming in you only have one meter even on a duplex you could pretty much just say that you get the water bill every three every quarter you just split it in half that tenant pays that or that, you know, maybe do it off the square footage or some sort of equation off of that just to get that off your plate um, as a utility. But rule of thumb, I'm always looking if it's anything under four units to make sure that the utilities are split or that, you know, underwriting accounts for the utility expenses. A lot of them don't. Um, as far as a single family goes, you should never pay any of your utilities as far as I'm, I'm concerned, right? Tenants responsible for everything, uh, including the water, right? It does add an extra step, an extra management step for you every three months to take a picture of that bill and kind of the water bill from the city and bill the tenant. But I mean, I'd rather do that extra step instead of pay the water bill. At a bunch of places right so hope this video helped hope it made sense and if you have any other questions about utilities i guess maybe i can make a video about how utilities are handled on bigger units but hope you have a great night and i'll see you on the next one